0: problem number one problem number one Let's See, they give us a series 2 6 14 30 and they say in the sequence above the first term is two each number after the first is obtained by adding one to the preceding number and then doubling the result so you add one so you get three and then you double it you get six you add one to six to seven right this is plus one and then you multiply it by two right you get seven times 2 is 14 14 plus one is 15 times 2 is 30, and they want the sixth term. So then 30 plus 1 is 31, times 2 is 62, and then you add 1, right? We add 1 first, so you get to 63, and then you multiply that times 2, that's what? 126. So that is choice E. Problem 2. If A, a times x plus y is equal to 45, and ax is equal to 15, what is ay equal? So let's just distribute this a here. You get ax plus ay is equal to 45. They tell us ax is equal to 15, right? So that is equal to 15. Ax is equal to 15, so you get 15 plus ay is equal to 45. Subtract 15 from both sides, and you get ay is equal to 30. That's our answer. They want to know what a y is. You don't have to solve for a or y, just a y. So that's choice E. Next problem, Okay, before drawing this, let me read it so I can figure out what I have to draw. On the speedometer above, what is the speed in miles per hour indicated by the needle position? OK, so they let me see if I can draw this. So it's they give one the, fir- the bottom one like that, that's given in Feet per second, feet per second, and then the next one up is this one. That's miles per hour, miles per hour, and then the the top one is kilometers per hour. I'm going to write it on this side, although they write it on the, up here. Kilometers per hour, and then they indicate, and on the miles per hour thing, on the miles per hour, I guess I don't know what you would actually call this uh, measurement. Or so there's thirty, and then there's one slash, two slash, three slash, and then they go to sixty. Right? And then the line that they draw is right here. Goes like that. Goes like that. And they say in the speedometer above, what is the speed in miles per hour indicated by the needle position? And the reason why I didn't draw the up you know, I didn't do much detail on this line or on this line is because this one's kilometers per hour, and this one's feet per second, so I don't care about those. I just care about the miles per hour. And that is this one. And let's see, they drew it here. So how big is each of these slashes? You see, they have 1, 2, 3, 4. So this is, each of these go 1 fourth of the distance between 30 and 60, right? Each of them goes 1 fourth of the distance. So you could say, for example, this is halfway between 30 and 60, so this is going to be 45. And so what's halfway between 30 and 45, which is where the thing is? Well, 45 is 15 more than 30, so there's going to be seven and a half more than 30. So this point right here is going to be 37.5. And how did I know that? You could either say, well, if I just take 30 divided by 4, 1, 2, 3, 4, each of these are going to be 7.5, right? 30 divided by 4 is equal to 7.5. Or you could say, well, this middle one's definitely going to be 45, because 45 is right in between 30 and 60. And then what's right in between 30 and 45? Well, that's 37.5 again. So the speedometer's indicating 37.5 miles per hour. That's choice B. Next problem, problem four. How many different positive three-digit integers can be formed if the three digits 4, 5, and 6 must be used in each of the integers, in each of the integers, okay. So they're saying that I mean they're essentially saying how many combinations can you get of the number four, five, six? So the way I could write out all of the combinations, if you like, I mean you could write four, five, six, four, six, five, right? Those are the all of the ones that if you have four in front, then if you have five in front, you have five, four, six, or you can have five, six, four. I just switched them, and then if you have six in front, you could have six, four. Six, four, five, or six, five, four. So those are six. The other way I, can, I think about it is I have three numbers, right? I can put one of three in the first position. I can put one of two in the second position, and then I would have one left over in the last position, right? I'd have three choices to put in the first number, four, five, or six. Then after I put one in that first position, I'd have two left. So I'd, there's two more possibilities, and then I have one left over for the third position. So you could also think of it this way. You could just write them out. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 numbers. Or you could use that ladder technique I just talked about. And that would be 3 times 2 times 1, which is also equal to 6. Next problem. We draw what they have drawn. So it's a triangle. Probably better off. Well, I'll try my best. And then there's a line that goes like this. This. And then there's dotted lines. Let me just see if I can do that. The dotted lines. The hard part of these problems is drawing them. Good thing you don't have to do that on the SCT. Okay, the, di- the three dimensional figure represented above consists of rectangular and triangle faces. Fair enough, triangular faces. Each rectangular face has area R. So this is a rectangular face here. There's three rectangular faces, right? So rectangular area, area of the rectangle is equal to r. And each triangular face has area t. So area of each of the triangle is equal to t. What is the total surface area of the figure in terms of r and t? So how many rectangular surfaces are there? Well, there's, there's this one in back, right? There's this one in the back that's kind of behind the thing. You have this base that I'll draw in magenta. Right? This is the base rectangular surface. And then you have this one that's closest to us, right? Which I could, you know, this one on that's the closest. So you have three rectangular surfaces. So it's three times R, because each rectangular surface has an area of R. And then how many of the triangular surfaces do you have? You have the one in the back, back here, and then you have the one in the front, right here. Right? So you have two triangular surfaces. So it's 3 times the rectangular areas, plus 2 times the triangular areas. Because there's two triangular areas. So 3r plus 2t, and that's choice B. Next problem. Problem 6. If n is a positive integer, and n plus 1 over 2 to the n is equal to 1 half. N equals N equals what? All right, so let's think about how how we can do this. Let's multiply Let's multiply both sides of this equation by two to the n. So if you multiply both sides of the equation times two to the n, you get n plus one is equal to one half times two to the n. Let me think about this a little bit. If see one half times two to the n, one half is the same thing as two to the negative one, right? two to the negative one. So this is n plus one is equal to n plus one. Let me think about this. N plus one is equal to is equal to two to the negative one times two to the n. So n plus one is equal to two to sorry two to the n minus one. Huh. So that's where I can get it. Really at this point, the best thing I can think of is just trying out the choices to see which one works. If you look at choice a, one, and we actually let's just we could just do it from the original one, that's faster. One plus one over two to the n is equal to two over two to the one, which is equal to one. So it's not one half, so it's not a equals one. Choice B is two. So it'd be two plus one, which is three, over two squared, over two squared, which equals three fourths. So that's not the answer. And if you look at choice C. Choice C is three, so three plus one is four, over two to the third, two to the third, that's four over eight, which equals one half. So it's choice C, and I'm trying to figure out if there's a way that you could solve for that easier other than trying out the numbers, but for some reason it's not popping into my head. Let me know a message if you, if you figure it out, but I also do these under time pressure. But uh, I will see you in the next video.